0: to Totalus Rankium, this week, Carus. Hello, and welcome to Roman Emperor's Totalus Rankium. I am Jamie. And I'm Rob, ranking all of the Emperors from Augustus
1: to Augustus 47. Woo, Carus. Hey. Oh, we're hitting the big 50 soon. We will be hitting the big 50 soon. Ooh. Exciting! Next week, no, the week after. Ooh, Diocletian's gonna be number fifty. Oh, that's nice. A well, nice round number for him, which gives you a big clue that we only have three more emperors in the crisis. Ah, yeah, we are about to come out of the crisis. We have one insanely short-lived dynasty to get through. <laughs> okay,
0: <laughs> is this it?
1: Yes, we we need to get through Carus and his two sons, Venus okay. and Numerian. I've heard of Numerian. The word, I've Probably heard the word not, Numerian. Not this one. <laughs> I doubt very much this one. No. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. it's three very short emperors. Okay. Uh, In a or? Uh, Well, possibly. And then we hit Diocletian and the Tetrarchy, which is my favourite period of all of Rome history, I think.
0: Oh, yeah, the Tetrarchy. Yeah,
1: we'll we, we go over it. We will. Yeah. We will. But you will also be devastated to hear... And I am devastated to report, we are on the last chapter of the Historia Augusta,
0: as in the very last, no more.
1: Yeah, the very last chapter of the Historia Augusta covers Carus and his two sons. But
0: where we got our omens from? I don't
1: know. We're gonna to have to start making up our own omens and making up our own made-up stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's
0: terrible. <laughs> It's the roast of the liver fine took those down then. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we've had it for a long time. It's the it's... first chapter is Hadrian. Yeah. We've had it since then. Oh wow. And it's about to go. Oh. So we've got it this week and the two short episodes that will be released next week. And we're gonna have to like rely on reliable sources for a while or oh, something. It's how awful. Boring. I know. So let's have a big chunky quote from it to yes. start this episode off. The Historia Augusta obviously realizes it's coming to the end here. It kind of does a a big summing-up paragraph of the entirety of the Roman Empire since Augustus. All right. Almost from the point of view of the empire itself. Oh. So it sums up everything we've summed up to this point, so I've included it. So if you don't want to listen to this podcast, just read this paragraph. Yeah. Okay. So Augustus then restored it once more, it being the empire. Yeah. If indeed we may say that it was restored when it gave up its freedom. (laughs) So, no more Republic. Nevertheless, in some way or another, though mourning at home, it enjoyed great fame among nations abroad. Next, after enduring so many of the house of Nero, it reared its head again under Vespasian. And though having no joy from all the good fortune of Titus and the bleeding from Domitian's brutality, Mm. it was happier than had been its wont under Nerva and Trajan and his successors as far as Marcus, but was sorely stricken by the madness and cruelty of Commodus. Yeah. Thereafter, save for the diligent care of Severus, it knew naught that was good until Alexander. All that ensued thereafter is too long to relate. For it was not permitted to enjoy the rule of Valerian, and it endured Gallienus for fifteen years. They hate Gallienus. <laughs> yes. Then Claudius was begrudged a long-lasting rule by fortune which loves a change, and is almost always a foe to justice. They loved Claudius. (laughs) For in such wise was Aurelian slain, and Tacitus carried off by disease, and Probus put to death, that it became clear that fortune takes pleasure in nothing so much as in changing, by means of a varied succession of events, all that pertains to the public business. To what end, however, do we dwell on such lamentations and misfortunes of the times? Let us rather pass on to Carus, a mediocre man, so to speak, but one to be ranked with the good
0: rather than the evil. Well, it's our job to rank, not the history no, job to rank. it's not.
1: I did love that little little tiny
0: history of the yeah, entire that's quite nice.
1: empire. So, Titus good, Domitian bad. Mm. Nerva good, Commodus bad. Mm. We're not agreeing with them necessarily, no, are we? Yeah. Despise Gallienus... Claudius was the bee's knees. Oh dear. Yeah. Oh good. Right. So off we go to this mediocre man. Let's find out about him, shall we? Let's do us. He was born possibly in Gaul, which is interesting because we've had a lot of people born in the Danube region recently. Yeah. Yeah. So in Gaul around two two two. His name may have been Marcus Numerius Carus. We know nothing about his early life, but it's likely he grew up in Rome and maybe became a senator. He would have filled various military or civil posts, we don't know which, <laughs> but he did something with his life, and at some point he became Probus's Praetorian Prefect. Yeah, he did. Yes. So he has another one where we know nothing at all. Unfortunately, we lose Zosinus at this point, so oh dear. we don't have much at all. When Probus was setting off east, the men under Carus declared him emperor. As you do, he's the Praetorian prefect, and that is the law. We have no idea whether he wanted to be the emperor or not. The Historia Augusta seems to think not. He seems to think that he didn't want to do this, and it was the troops forcing him to do it. Yeah. However, we do know that once Probus was dead, Carus sent a curt letter to the Senate. Ooh. It essentially said... I am Emperor now, and that was literally it. Oh, OK. <laughs> all pretense of asking for permission is definitely gone by this point.
0: Why do they still have the Senate? It's just a... it's nothing. They just deal with all the nitty-gritty in Rome while... Like, the stuff that the Emperor doesn't want to do. Interesting you should say that. There is a
1: man walking around right now thinking the same thing. Oh. Yeah. But we'll come to him in a few episodes' time. <laughs> right. Carus spent a short time mopping up some barbarians. Probably more to show the troops that he was in charge rather than there actually being a problem with barbarians. Okay. Because he'd been working under Probus for a while, so he knew where all the barbarians were at the time. Yeah, yeah we're heading east to invade Persia, but I'm in charge now. Let's do a. a let's just go and kill some barbarians for there. And then you know I'm the emperor. Yeah. So he did that, which was good. Charis had two grown sons, Carinus and Numerian. Charis realised this was a huge boon for him that Aurelian and Probus did not have.
0: Yes, he's got lineage.
1: Yes. Aurelian set off east, died, everything falls apart. Probus sets off east, dies, everything falls apart. If he were to set off east and died, he's got two sons that can take over. That's true. Yeah, all good. So he realises that finally, 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 <laughs> they can go and avenge Valerian's capture and death. They really want their head stand back. So off he goes. He goes east. He declared that his eldest son, Carinus, is now Augustus as well and leaves okay. him in Rome. So joint emperor? Joint emperor, yes. And leaves him in Rome. Very much Carus being in charge. Yes. And Carinus being second emperor. Yeah. But you have got two emperors at the moment. So Karras sets off East knowing that his back is safe, because his son's in charge, everything's going to be fine. As mentioned in the last episode, Persia was in the middle of a civil war at this point. The power yeah. vacuum that Sharpor had left was still sucking in victims, if I can extend that metaphor bizarrely. Uh, so it's not going too well for the Persians. Karras gets to Antioch, looks over to Persia and goes, the time is ripe, this is perfect. So sets off with his younger son, Numerian, with the might of the Roman Empire at his back. It's looking good. It is. And we have no details oh. whatsoever. But we do know that he managed to take back Mesopotamia or made sure the Persians knew that they did not control Mesopotamia. We're not really sure if the Romans had lost Mesopotamia again by this point. Because right. remember, they did get it back. Yes. They have either lost it again and... Chaos had just got it back yeah. or he just stamped his feet around and went no we definitely have Mesopotamia well it's good for fighting yeah it's good for fighting he then carried on and carried on to the point that he got all the way to Tessaphon and sacked the city he yeah, has sacked a lot don't they uh, yes they do he, he has avenged Valerian's death he's, he's actually s- done it he's sacked the capital of the Persian Empire that's great. Yes. It's a shame. such a shame we have no details on this, because you imagine this could have been
0: quite a big thing if we yeah. could build it up with a bit more detail. But it's him walking back through the desert with a with Valeri under his arm. <laughs> Looking slightly, you know, more wrinkled. And... Yeah.
1: Um, so I, th- this is a huge thing, and he always gets overlooked for this, because we, we've just got nothing on it, apart from that we know what happens, yeah. which is a shame. We do have some small details that happen next, though. Because Tesfond is sacked. We know that much. And we know that he then wanted to carry on sacking Persia, trying yeah. to take it over. But one night, in the shadow of the defeated capital, a storm suddenly starts up. Lightning was forking out of the sky, thunder rolling, big biblical style. Good sound effects. In fact, one bolt of lightning comes out of the sky, hits <laughs> Carus, and kills him stone dead oh
0: yeah yes that's a great death
1: he he very little is known about this guy but he is the roman emperor who got hit by lightning (laughs) and died or is he because this is the big debate is this very likely i'll quote from the Historia augusta and this is where we get it from here suddenly arose a storm of such violence that all things grew black and none could recognize another then continuous flashes of lightning and peals of thunder, like bolts from a fiery sky, took from us the power of knowing what truly befell. And then it goes on to say that he was found in the tent the that stayed dead. Oh, okay. So it didn't hit him in an open field, which is a shame. It struck his tent and he died. His <laughs> tent was vaporised. However, there are definitely some other theories, because even the Historia Augusta isn't convinced that this definitely happened, and offers up an alternative theory. I'm not interested. <laughs> he was ill and the storm
0: finished him off. So ill, then hit by lightning. No, not really. I quote.
1: While he was ill and lying in his tent, there came up a-, a mighty storm with terrible lightning and, as I have said, still more terrible thunder. And during this he expired. Mm. So it keeps it quite open. Maybe he had a weak heart and the thunder was so loud it shocked him to death. I don't know. Or
0: maybe he shouldn't have used that new metal tent.
1: <laughs> yes, it was so. With the massive poles. <laughs> yeah, this tent looks amazing. I'm going to have this tent. I'll bring in my metal bed as well. Yeah, I mean, so thunder, lightning. Yeah. He died. I, he got killed by lightning. Or, this is the theory most historians go for. Yeah. He did have a Praetorian prefect. Oh. Yes. And his name was Aper. A-P-E-R, Aper. He's gonna come back into it next week. There is a very good chance that Aper was actually the lightning bolt. And he just used the storm as cover, went in and killed Uh, the emperor. If indeed that was a storm.
0: Friday at 20,000 volts.
1: Yeah, so we've got three options really. Hit by lightning, scared to death by thunder, assassinated during the storm. To be honest, they're all pretty good, aren't they? Yeah, you know what I'm going for. Oh, I know what you're going for. <laughs> it's fairly obvious. If you, well, This is why the story still exists, I think. If there's even a remote chance that someone got hit by lightning, you're going to go for that story. Yeah, for sure. It's a great story. Yeah, so we're going to say lightning, yeah? Yeah, definitely. Good. So he died being hit by lightning. The troops mourned, yeah. obviously, they'd lost their em- yeah. emperor. Mm. But there was at least a successor, not just one in Rome, but True. there was one right there with them. Carius? Numerian. New- oh, Numerian. Yes. Carinus was the one in yeah, Rome. So Numerian was with him, he was now Augustus. Yeah. Excellent. The new Augustus set off with his personal bodyguard. Mm. But Pan to the side. Because the leader of that bodyguard is sharing a look with Aper, the Praetorian guard. And the leader of this bodyguard is an ambitious man named Diocles. Diocles. Diocles definitely comes back into it. If you've not already figured out who that is. I have no idea, no. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll find out next week. Uh, Who knows who that could be? It could be anyone, couldn't it? (laughs) Right, okay, so, yeah, it's a short one. It is. But let's rate him. See, this is why we should rank the deaths. We should have thought of doing that. We should have done. Oh, that is a good point. How can we. We could try and squeeze some points in for him just from dying in <laughs> that way somewhere. <laughs> a
0: successful death, maybe. <laughs> Fighting us, Maximus. Maximus. This is tough. Because he clearly did stuff. There's just no evidence, there's no detail on it. Yeah, he, he clearly did some, some very impressive stuff on paper, but we yeah. have no idea how impressive it really was. So I want to give him points just like cause he went to Tessafon, which no one else had done, and managed to do. For a while. For, for quite a while. Yeah.
1: yeah. I, you could argue that he's got to Testphone and he's avenged Valerian. But equally, yeah. you could argue that the Persians ran, realising no that they had no strength or unity to fight him.
0: Yes. Um... And in fact, that... Possibly seems more likely, but we don't know. We don't know. That's just so how conjecture. do we? So I can't give him. i have gonna give him a few points. I'm not taking like I'm not giving him like ten or anything like that. But I'm thinking like three, four.
1: Tap. Yeah, it's a shame that finally, finally, someone got to the east. Yeah. Um. And when they did it, we've just got no detail. And it's a bit of a letdown. Right, I'm gonna go. For I'll I'll go for four. I'll match that with four. He fought some barbarians and won. He took on the Persians and won. You've got to get something. Oh, definitely. That. Yeah. So that's a total of eight. Yeah, not bad.
0: Approvium crazy.
1: Well, yeah, we've got nothing. That's just so few details for good, uh, for crazy. Um, good sane. He made clearly set up the invasion of Perthshire with sanity and clarity, because he managed to pull it off. If he was mad as a hatter, he wouldn't have been able to do that, so...
0: <laughs> yeah, he knew what he was doing.
1: Yeah, um... So I think we're going to have to default to zero, aren't we?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. zero. Successes Success, Ultimus! He avenged the taking
0: of Valerian. Yes. At last. They've been trying to do this for quite some time. And that's uh, for whole, you know, whole empire's success. That's another feather in the cap for Rome as an empire. Look at us. We can do what we want now. Yeah, exactly.
1: We can go into Germany, because Probus did that. We can go into Persia. We're the big dogs on the scene again. So that's yeah. good. Yeah. He split the empire. East and west. What? Not officially. No. There were certainly no lines. But he left an Augustus back to look after the east while he did the west. And and this is got, not the first time we've seen this. Gallienus and Valerian did it as well.
0: So you've now got Numeria in the east and Cassius. <laughs> Good try. Numerian in the east and um, Car- 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 Carinus. Carinus.
1: Carinus. Carinus in the west. Yes. You have two emperors. He didn't
0: split it, though. it just That just happened that way.
1: No, and it doesn't formally get split into east and west for quite some time, actually. We're not close to that point yet. No, interestingly but you can see it's starting to happen he realised that you cannot rule alone and there are emperors coming up who get credited a lot for realising that fact but here we have
0: Carus, who realises that fact so he's almost like the proto modern well, in brackets empire
1: you could say that okay. but as I just pointed out Valerian and Gallienus did this as well and in fact you could even argue Marcus Aurelius and Barris did oh, this real, yeah. right back in the day so um, it's not great but i was i was clutching the straws i needed something to say about it so bad successes ultimus well let's face it he didn't do much he didn't last very long so <laughs> yeah uh... um but i know it's a bit cheeky but i'm giving him a bonus point in this round for being struck by lightning uh, yeah me too yeah <laughs> so i'll give him 3 <laughs> okay yeah i'll give him 3 as well so that is 6 he's scoring a lot higher than i anticipated <laughs> yeah well this is why i said um at the end of Florianus, this is the last of our utterly useless emperors. Because although we've got three very short ones coming up, they at least did something.
0: Well, they did lots of things, but they didn't. They, we, we just don't know much about it. Yeah, well, you say they did lots of things. Wait till next week. Oh, but oh. it's an interesting story, so that's fine. Right, next round. Image of I have niche. I might default to default again, so. Crispy. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Here we go. Ooh. Jean-Luc Picard. <laughs> With a massive massive growth on his forehead. Even on the statue, it
1: looks like it's sticking out. Yeah, very big sh- forehead. He's got no hair on top. Hair at the sides. Hair at the sides. And a big fluffy beard. Yeah, a bizarrely fluffy beard on the bust. But if you look on the coin, that almost, to me, looks like a moustache. Oh, <gasps> it is! That's a Freddie Mercury moustache. Now, that is an artist's representation of a coin. Right. And if you zoom in that much, it starts to get pixelated, so it's really hard to judge. I maybe have to do a bit more research on this, because he definitely doesn't have a moustache on the bust. No. But may- maybe he changed his mind at some point. If there was even the slightest chance we've got our second moustachioed emperor, <laughs> I am going for it.
0: Let's say he did.
1: Yeah. So... um, He definitely had a moustache. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely also had a beard at some points though. Um, yeah. yeah, I it's uh it's an interesting look. He looks distinctive. He does, yes that's true. Uh that's what I'd look if I were going. Yeah, you'd pick him out of an out uh line up. Yeah. But would you pick him as an emperor?
0: No, he doesn't look like a general, which he was.
1: <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah, I'm not hugely impressed, but I'm not hugely disappointed either. I think it's very no. much
0: middle of the road. I'm gonna go for five. I'm gonna go for
1: four, a bit less impressed. 9, which is 2.25 for imageofacious. Tempo Tempo.
0: completo.
1: Okay, so how long did that take him?
0: It might have got like a couple of months, maybe six months.
1: Well, it's hard to say because the dates get a bit vague at this point as well. Um, But we know he was ruling in 282. We know he was ruling in 283. A year? So let's give him a year. Let's give him a year. Let's be kind, let's give him one year, which if you put that through our spreadsheet. Gives him a score of 0.13, which gives his total score of a very mediocre 16.38. 16.38, oh, gone are the days of 51. (laughs) Definitely gone are the days where we were looking at emperors in their low 30s and thinking that was terrible. Yes, true. Yeah. I think I can predict this one. In fact, I've already just put it in the spreadsheet. But let's discuss it anyway. I don't know. Has he got... Gene Ce
0: do, do they have a certain Gene Caesar? I' trying to make a case for saying yes, got on, he's the one to mention so it's been like the unachievable thing for years, then finally he does it. They've been trying to do that since Valerian and they have managed he actually managed it oh come he, on he he marched into Persia. We just don't know enough about it. There is only one reason why you'd ever mention him hit by lightning yeah I yes know. <laughs> but... <laughs> but if I it think... wasn't for that. I get the feeling that there's more to him, we just don't know it, because he's clearly successful for the year that he was in power. It is frustrating, isn't it? You do get the feeling there's,
1: there was more there. But we just don't have it, unfortunately. Yeah. And because we haven't got it, we can't really judge him. I don't know, if, if you want to keep arguing for it, now I can see your rit- you're writing? Your writing down nope in your notes there. So that yeah. is
0: a definite no from both of Fair us. Fair enough. I, I I still think that... Like, it's an arguable point, though. I would continue to argue if I thought I could win. <laughs> but his lack of detail... Yeah, though.
1: he's definitely not a, oh, that was awful, there's no chance.
0: No, the Emperor's still going on. In fact, he did things that no Emperor's ever done, so... Well, well you know, for, since for the, you know <laughs> Since the last time they sacked Tessafone, because,
1: yeah. let's face it, that was just what you do when you're in the East. <laughs> um, yeah, oh well. Sorry, Chaos. But no genesis are for you But you do have two sons That's true Who are both technically emperor (laughs) Note the word technically (laughs) But just to try and build up the hype For the last two crisis emperors We have got one emperor in Rome Yeah We've got one emperor in the east Mm. Travelling with a Praetorian prefect That may well have killed his father Yeah And a very ambitious guardsman Called Diocles Diocles, Diocles. who Dhings, could that be? Who's a bell? I don't know. I just don't know. I don't know. Who's a bell? So, we're going to see what happens to those two next week. But until then, let's, uh, let's read out some reviews. Yeah. So thank you all of you who have written some reviews recently. There's been some really good ones coming in.
0: Three so. very nice ones here. One from Edutainment. Very good. I like that name. A funny look at Roman emperors that is truly entertaining. Thank you very much. One from... Uh, Oh no! Sorry, hang on. He he says the comment. He called it edutainment. That's what we are. We're edutainment. We're entertaining and educational. Oh, did you think
1: that was his name?
0: Yeah. His real name is Dave three six eight nine four. Good you Look at Roman emperors. It's pretty really entertaining. And then uh, Brido Christie or Brido Crest Christie says one of my favourite podcasts. Yeah. yeah, perfect mix of humour and history, and very likable presenters. Well, oh, cheers. Look forward to it every Saturday. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Okay, Great
1: light-hearted History, five stars, by P. Bottom L. <laughs> yeah. Good name. Right. I knew nothing of the Roman Emperors, and came to this podcast from a recommendation from Rex Factor, which I love. Of course. So glad I found this one, though, as Rob and Jamie will admit it borrows the format from Rex Factor... Lies, so they say. Lies. Yeah. Who who can prove that we weren't doing this first?
0: Yeah, dates mean nothing.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yes, it borrows from the format of Rets Factor, but they add their own charm and humour. So far, I've listened as far as Hadrian and have been amused and educated in equal measures. Keep up the good work. It's a mammoth task you have set yourself.
0: Will you set yourself.
1: I <laughs> well, say a mammoth task. We've we've butchered half of that mammoth. So true. Yeah. yeah.
0: Just the just the head and the trunk to go next. Yes. And from Tfin twenty seven, an enjoyable take on Roman history. Only discovered this podcast recently, and I've worked my way up so far to Trajan. Like the Rex Factor type format, plus the two guys who present the show have a great sense of humour. <laughs> and I enjoy their back and forth <laughs> bants, or banter. Keep up the great work, guys. Thank you. Oh, thank Thanks you. Finn. Um and then two more to read out. This one's from Schmegan11. Oh, so you did there? I like that. And it just says, <laughs> Great! I recently became obsessed with learning about every single Roman emperor after watching a documentary about Commodus on Netflix. He's a great guy. <laughs> I figured the best way to achieve this goal would be to listen to a podcast while at work. While searching for sufficient podcasts, I find this beauty that just so happens to be going through all of the 86 emperors one by one. These two guys have saved me from the headache it would have been to do my own research and make sense of these complex webs of people and historical events. The content is so interesting and is broken down in a way that is easy to understand. I'm not completely sold on the rating method, <laughs> although it is hilarious to listen to these guys work it out. I'll be listening till we hit hashtag 86. Yeah, I, it's fair enough. I'm not completely yeah. sold on our rating
1: method. No, I, <laughs> that's what we're going to use. <laughs> So we can yeah. think of something better.
0: Thanks, Megan that Eleven. Oh,
1: thank you very much. And then finally, um, we have Mike D in VT, who... I was a bit confused because I started reading this one. I like, I'm sure I've read this one yeah. before. But he's actually updated. Now, I can't remember if we read out the review to begin with. So I'll yeah. just read it from the start. Yeah. So, do you like to laugh? Do you like crazy ancient Romans? This yes. is the podcast for you. If you like the life of Caesar, you'll love this. A little more classy, but of course... It is, they're British. Plenty of laughs and great stories. Perfect for someone new to Roman history and great fun for those of us who are familiar with the characters. Keep it up, guys. And then it ends. But he's updated this review. I mean, he could have just left a new review to give us an extra review, but he decided to update it. That's That's fine. That's okay. Never mind. That's his choice. So, update. January 2017. As someone who was more into high Republican and early Imperial Roman history, I was concerned that I'd check out of this podcast pretty early. <laughs> high praise. Much to my surprise, the episodes I was most worried about, or the useless Crisis Emperors, are my favourites. I never thought this cavalcade of morons <laughs> could be as fun to listen to as Jamie and Rob has made them. Simply one of my favourite podcasts, despite their comic underrating of Hadrian, the greatest pedant the world has ever known. Yeah. Bit of a Hadrian fan there. Yeah. Well, yeah. Hadrian's good. Okay, so thank you, Mike D and BT. Uh, so, yeah, there's a few there. I'm going to let
0: you choose. I quite like the Schmegan one, the Schmegan 11. Fair enough. It talks about, um, you know, she. Sh- someone that's just got into interested to Rome by a certain emperor but then mm-hmm. oh I don't want to read the books what's as good as a book ah Rob <laughs>
1: and all his research that's into him I, I do I do like to compare myself to be as good as a book sometimes yeah yeah, yeah.
0: so do yeah. I good one to cold we can uh, but yeah, I'm, I, I like the fact she's you know talking about that kind of stuff. And
1: fair enough. Okay then, Schmegan eleven, well done. If you Facebook your address over to us, we will send you one of our freshly minted, but in no way usable coins. Yeah. Please don't use it. No. Yeah. Um, but to just say a little thank you for leaving a review. So until next week. Oh, looks like rain. <laughs> goodbye. Ah, goodbye. Jamie, Jamie, I, f- I found some actual primary sources. I found the missing Zosimus passages. I now know what Karras' life oh, was Karen. like. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, now oh, go we've on. got it all now. Would you believe that actually when he went into Persia... <laughs> Left to the right, there were things coming down. Oh, my God. I know. He even managed to keep one in his pocket until it was... Fourteen times. Fourteen times. I mean, you would have thought after the third time, it wouldn't be there anymore. So one of them's holding his breath, the one's counting the money on the table. Yeah. The third one, he doesn't know when they're coming back. No. So he's got no idea. But then he has an idea. If he just uses his shoelaces, he'd be able to get through the second door. What? I know. With his toe. Exactly. The whole city submits there and then. We should give him Jenny Cesar now after all that. I know I had no idea. But you've not had the best bit. Go on. He
0: didn't actually die when the lightning hit him. Oh my god. He turned into a We definitely need to rescore and give him Jenny R for all of that. But we've already recorded the episode, uh, we can't we can't go back. Uh, yeah, that's true. <sighs>
1: Burn the scroll.